What's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp here back in the saddle for another week of amazing guests and amazing conversations. And we're going to start off this morning with Cynthia, who is a returning guest. And uh, I am so excited to catch up because one of the real beauties and I think cool things about this show is that we actually can uh, follow up with people. We do follow up with people. And some people have been on the show two times, three times. I think we even have some guests who have returned um, three or in that four time range, or at least coming up on that. So anyways, it's so cool to follow somebody's journey and kind of catch up with them. What are some of the ups? What are some of the downs that they've been through since the last time that we talked to them? Cynthia, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're so, you're so welcome. Um, so, uh, Tell us, you know, before we get into what's happened here since kind of the last yeah. time we we chatted, catch us, mm -hmm. don't, before you catch us up, tell us yeah. how you got involved in this and kind of what you were looking to get out of all this when you got started. Yeah. So I heard about affiliate marketing, like first time I heard it was from a friend of mine from Brazil, because I'm from Brazil. And... Um, but it was like, okay, so I know it's a legit business. That's fine. That That's all I knew. And um, I started looking for something here in U.S. because I live in U.S. Um, to actually get started and, you know, see what it was about. Because uh, when I had my first daughter, I my mind like shift. I'm like, okay, so nine to five. I don't think it's going to work for too long. So uh you know your priorities change and your mind just goes you know you think differently that's that's how it goes and um so what i did was i started looking here and i saw a girl on on instagram talking about you know affiliate marketing and you guys and i'm like okay so even though i know i knew it was a legit business and all that i took like two to two to three months to actually do something about it uh to even get the challenge in and get started at all so you know i procrastinated big time myself so i know how it goes i know people keep watching watching and they don't do anything about it even though they might believe it but they they just i guess that's the nature of it yeah. and um so that's what i wanted to you know i wanted to stay home with my kids and um find something that i wouldn't have to actually go back to nine to five because i like was so stressful environment that i used to work with and I guess because I put my a lot of pressure on myself, because um, I like to do, you know, things right and, and all that. So, so yeah, so that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to stay home and actually have a flexible schedule and work with my kids and at the same time, you know, have a good income. Yeah. So that's what I was looking for. And, and, and that is what a lot of people are looking for right yeah. now, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going through what feels a little bit like a kind of a, a revolution of people wanting to, uh, you know, work from home and not wanting to go work that corporate grind. Do you agree? Yes, yes. And I think it's because even after the pandemic, I think so many things shift, especially because of it. So I guess now people see things differently in a way, you know, like all the companies are changing, basically. I think the world's changing in general. So the, yeah. Yeah. The the world is changing for sure. Um yeah. insights by Cece. That that's that's sweet. My my daughter's name is Cece. Um, <laughs> there you go. Is that what you go by online? 
Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Cece. Say it again. They call me Cynthia anyways, but yeah. But my 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 name on the on Instagram and TikTok, it's Insights by Cece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so Cynthia, tell tell us how um life has changed or how is life different <laughs> or what you know, talk to us about since you got when was that? And give us a summary, and then we can dive into yeah. one or two of the uh, specific parts. But give us a summary. When did you get started? You know, after procrastinating a bit, and I do think that that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. I do think that that's just the nature of just you know human beings is yeah. just that we we procrastinate. And yeah. um, so so when was that? And kind of how has life changed mm -hmm. uh, since you got started? Yeah. So I started last year, was beginning of last year. I think I bought the challenge end of December of 2021. And then again, I procrastinated again. And then I started actually like diving in and, and doing everything on March, like after the challenge. So it took me a bit, you know, to, to get everything going. Um, and even though I think I, I struggle myself with finding... Because uh, you see so many people online and so many people succeeding and it's exciting at the same time. But I guess you have to find your own space. You have to find your own niche and and, and people you want to talk to and people you, you know. Um, so I guess that's how uh, that was a big challenge for me in the beginning. Okay. Because I've seen like so many people. Okay. So make money online and that's all it is. And, and that's all it is about. But at the same time, you have to find your own space. So I guess that was my struggle in the beginning. And um, but after I, you know, I realized like who I was talking to and, and you know, change it a bit. And then when things start really, really going well. Mm -hmm. um, and right now, you know, things are, are, are you know, finally, you know, uh, getting into to place. Um, and it, it changed it like. Um, I don't, it's, it's funny because when you start something new and at least for me, my background, it's HR. I think I, I spoke about this the last time. So it's completely different. It's something I've never done before. So mm. I had to start like from zero. I had no clue what I was doing. And even I didn't have TikTok on my phone. So mm. I had no clue what it was and, and how to, you know, upload the videos and, and nothing. I knew anything about it. So yeah. That's, yeah. that's that's nuts because um you, you know you do have a ma do you have a bachelor's yeah. master's yeah yeah a master's in H in HR yeah okay so you have a master's degree in HR yeah. and so I mean in you know anybody can tell from just talking to you for a couple of minutes you're you're a very intelligent person and you have a master's degree yeah, <laughs> and, and so at the same time you start from zero it's something that you gotta learn. I mean, uh, and, and yeah, that's great for us to hear it from you. So you, even regardless of, of being intelligent, and I would assume also English is not your first language. Am I right? No, it's not. It's Portuguese. <laughs> right. And so, uh, so, you know, you doing this in a language that's not your, your native language, and yeah. you, you doing this, um, as a, you moved to America as well. So yes. you're. Right. Yeah. So you, you made that massive transition, that immigration. I mean, that's that's more than that's not just moving around the corner, you no. know, that's just move, not moving across the state. Yeah. You ended up getting a master's degree um, in HR. 
which mm -hmm. is not like a master's degree in marketing or business. It's in HR. <laughs> and so, um, so, and yet, even though you've, you've accomplished those things in life, you still had to be new here and you still had to go through the process, the, the process <laughs> in the initial kind of struggle of the ups and downs. I think that's a great message for people to hear because I think that somebody might look at somebody like you and see you having some momentum right now and mm -hmm. kind of kicking some, some, some butt and think that it was easy for you or it was always like this. No, absolutely not. I think everybody, it doesn't matter your background. Like you're saying, I have a master's. Okay. And what? I had to learn from zero because it's a new business. It's a new information and and it's everything new for me. And I guess it's going to be everything new for anyone that gets started with something, you know, um, that you've never done before. So you have to go through the ups and downs and, and figure everything out because, you know, you're going to get through challenges. They they shut down my, my TikTok when I started. So I started to have a little success in the beginning and they cut me off. So, you know, it's it's just part of the business. So you have to learn, you know, as you go and and get things going but i guess you don't have you can't give up that's that's the thing because i've seen so many people like they they started and they're like oh but i don't know how to do this i'm like you know what you gotta figure it out you you can't just be you know looking and and asking everything you can ask people you can ask for help but you gotta figure it out everything uh you know just go to google <laughs> go to google and and find something and 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 study the challenge and study if you get the blueprints study it and you got all the information in there and you you have in your hands you know so you gotta be a, a problem solver so so you can get there and and that's what i think of i've been trying to do myself because when you work in hr for example you work for a company okay so so you do things and you know in a little bit of a square so without yeah. a doubt, I mean, yeah. HR, is, HR is the biggest box in the world, right? I mean, it's you, you've <laughs> got to be in the box in HR. HR is about keeping other people in the box. Exactly. Exactly. So now you're it's starting. Different. A, now you're starting a business where it's based a really around being thinking outside of the box. What has it been like for you to can you say more about the transition from employee mindset to entrepreneur mindset, what yeah. what are one or two things that have been difficult for you to do that others might be dealing with as well? So, like I said, it was a struggle for me in the beginning because I was trying to find my own place in this. And and I guess, like I said, because you worked like in a square before, so it's, it's a little more of a challenge because you have to think outside the box. You can't just keep doing like, Okay, so this is not like a set in stone. You're gonna okay, you're gonna apply the strategies, you're gonna do stuff, and that's fine. But at the same time, you have to think outside of the box. It's not it's not gonna happen overnight, first of all, like some people think of. Um, and you have to, you know, really um find your space. And I guess that's was that was my big struggle. And back like in I would say back in September, October of last year, after a few months in. That's when I'm like, okay, so I need to find actually people that I, I can connect to. And I'm a mom of two, so nobody else I'm going to connect better with moms. That, that's, the, that's a fact, at least for me. Yeah. Uh, so that's when I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to shift gears. I'm going to, you know, focus more on, on, on moms and, and, you know, parents and, 
and because I know how to connect with them. I know I know their pains. I know their struggles. I know, you know, it's going to be much easier. And that's that's what happened. So that's what actually shipped things for me. So, yeah. so, so that was my big struggle, I guess, since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you come from a background of HR. So marketing is not a, you know, it's not, you don't have the marketing lenses, you know, as I always joke, when, once we go through this yeah. education, we now see the world through different lenses, right? You were, you saw the world through an HR compliance, right? <laughs> Gotta be, if you aren't right, it's a compliance yeah. mindset. You have to yeah. be following the rules. And now you're doing marketing, which marketing is about testing new things. Exactly. It's about breaking rules. It's about thinking outside of the box. It's really about, as you said, problem solving. Yes. And, and you know, so it can be a difficult, uh, it can be a difficult transition to get that, that the cobwebs, the, the, the WD-40 from it worked, worked into that creative side of your brain. Right. Yes. Where you're problem solving and you're thinking outside of the box. And that's what happened to you. Mm -hmm. You, you, you said, Hey, look, let me start talking to people who are easier for me to talk to. Mm -hmm. I think that is a simple way to say the discovery that you made instead of trying to talk to everybody or trying to just kind yeah. of generally put out information without really knowing kind of who you're talking to. You made the decision and you said, hey, who is it easy for me to talk to? Who can I relate to? Who can relate to me? Who can I tell stories that they'll understand them? And right now, being a mom, other moms, other dads too, specifically a lot of people who may, may be staying at home right now and not wanting to go back to the office, there's still yes. a huge population of that. So how does somebody, I mean, there's lots of people on here who are, um, would like to, to zero in. Was it, it's pretty obvious. Hey, other, other stay at home moms for you. Is there any tips that you, you would give to people who are looking to, to take a little bit of risk of, of talking to more specific people of dialing in a little bit more narrow to an audience? Like for example, if, if somebody is a, a little bit older, but maybe not quite retired to yeah. speak more specifically to people who are looking maybe in their age range or Talk to us about you, how you see niching down and, and it yeah. doesn't have to be technical. Just what's your perspective? Yeah, what I see, it's like, for example, when I decided to niche down and actually focus on, on mom's parents or, or so ever, um, even though you are talking to them, you're going to still attract other people because they're going to see that you're being specific and you're connecting with those people. So even though I'm talking to moms, I have people all over talking to me, uh, even though they're not moms or, or dads or parents whatsoever. So even though I talk to them and I guess they see a mission and they connect to that in a way. Yeah. So I, I see that it's, um, how can I put this? Um, like I say, uh, like I was saying, uh, even though if they're not parents, they're going to connect to you in a way that they weren't connected before. You know, I've seen a lot of people that they have success in being general. That's perfectly fine. Uh, but for me, it didn't work, for example. Yeah. Oh, so, so I guess it's just finding your own space. When I found that, and that's when things started shifting for me. So if I, if somebody asks me, I'm gonna say, okay, niche down and, and really focus on people you're gonna connect with, you, you can relate to, and you can talk about whatever you are going to talk about, you know, the related to the product you're promoting or something. 
um, and it's going to be easier for you and it's going to be um, easier to connect with them and they're going to connect you with you easily. It's not going to be something forced or something that, you know, just information out there that, you know, there's a lot of information out there anyways. So, so you need to find a way to really, really focus on, on those people you want to attract. Um, clarify, clarify, specify, yeah. right? Yeah. Clarify, specify. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, and also I would tell all of you, don't be afraid to test different mm -hmm. niches. Don't be a, niches of people. If you're our, if you're in the make money online niche, and if you're in the, in the, or if you're in the weight loss niche, don't be afraid to test reaching out to different segments of that niche. For example, the stay at home moms in the weight loss niche, mm -hmm. the stay at home dads in the weight loss niche, the soon to be retirees in the make money online niche, uh, the, the, the millennials in the make money online niche, the stay at home moms and dads in the make money online niche. If I'm marketing, my friends, if I'm marketing and I'm in that initial stage of like be early on getting started and I will do this no matter how. I mean, this is always a smart thing to do. It's to shout out and make content that's specific to that audience and then make another video that's specific to another audience. Test different videos. Speak if you're on TikTok, if you're on Facebook Make a video for millennials. Make a video for stay-at-home moms and dads. Make a video for retirees. Say the same things, but shout out different sections or, or sub-niches, demographics, if you will. Um, if, if, you, if you shout out construction workers, speak specifically in a video to frontline workers and healthcare workers, you, you, because here's the thing. Marketing is all a test. So, so you may go through as a, as a, a woman in your late thirties or forties and find that you actually relate that the majority of people who are responding and buying are front care health, frontline health workers, nurses, and people in that who want to, who want to, you don't know until you begin to test. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the biggest transitions i would say to go to employee to entrepreneur is that the employee you that mindset is waiting for somebody to tell you exactly what to do and who is going to be your exact perfect niche and your exact perfect audience somebody's going to come in with a piece of paper and say this is exactly what to do the entrepreneur is going to do exactly what we're talking about right now Come into something, be brand new, ha have to test some different things in order to find what works. Finally, through that testing, figures out what works and then is presented with a new problem. Entrepreneurs are always presented with a new problem. The new problem is, is being consistent with that and not screwing that up, not getting bored with it. <laughs> Another problem is continuing to test even when you found something that works <laughs> it's always a new problem but it's a challenge it's a yeah. challenge see we reframe from problem to challenge it's a new challenge the new challenge is is oh wait i found something that's working i'm getting results now 
let me not get complacent. That's employee mindset. Let me not get complacent and just rest on my laurels. Remember, punch at a clock, check in a box. Let me continue to test things because even though I found something that's working right now, I'm feeling excited because I'm finally not getting zero views. I'm feeling excited because I'm generating leads. I got a commission. And, okay, congratulations. You That was today's test. That was today's exactly. test. Now keep testing. Keep testing. Keep trying new things. And I will tell you that, I don't know about, about this for you, but a lot of my biggest successes have been tests that I've ran that I didn't know were going to work out the way that I did. It's not like I woke up in the morning with this brilliant, (laughs) brilliant idea. And I was like, Oh, I, I know the answer. Or I went to some secret guru who I hired for $50,000 to be my coach. And I was like, tell me. And he was like, here's the secret. It's never happened like that. It's just, you try something, you test it. It works. A lot of times it's by accident, But the reason why you become successful is because you're in the game. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like a a defensive football player who gets an interception. Have you ever seen the ball where it it gets thrown to somebody, but it bounces out of their hands? Yeah. And then another guy is standing there, and he just catches it and runs it back for a touchdown? In order to have that happen to you, you have to be in the game. Mm Mm-hmm. And the same thing applies to this is you're going to test things in, in, in sometimes they're going to work out. Oftentimes they're not, but a lot of times because you're in the game, trying things, you'll get a success by accident where that ball will just pop into your hands. And it's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe this worked. Mm -hmm. That's true. So sometimes things will work out on purpose because you, you purposefully tested them. But other times you have to be in the game consistently. I gave somebody advice yesterday. A nice young lady was traveling throughout Japan and said, hey, you know, I'm not, my videos don't seem like to be, they're taking off because maybe I'm on a Japan VPN like over there and I'm only getting in front of a Japanese audience or whatever. You you know, should I stop posting (laughs) until I get back to America? And I said, look, I said, if you want, this was my exact Facebook comment in our business blueprints group. I said, if you want this to pay you like a business, you cannot treat it like a hobby. And so if you're traveling, look, you're traveling on vacation Mm -hmm. and you're a young, hungry entrepreneur, you, that your business, you can't shut it down. That's that's what you would do to a hobby. You mm-hmm. would put your arts and crafts away and you would put them in a closet until you return home. Then you come this, back. This is a business. And so at the bare minimum, if you're traveling the world, at the bare minimum, you pull out your phone and you you create marketing content yeah. every single day. Mm-hmm. And then you repost, you, you know, you do your repurposing at the very minimum if you're mm-hmm. traveling. You, you email your list at least once per day, right? Yeah. The, the, like creating marketing content and say, for example, emailing your marketing list, though that's the bare minimum. You can operate a successful business doing that. Mm-hmm. That's what's called being in the game. Just so those of you who are listening who are brand new are wondering like, what is what is being in the game actually mean? Mm-hmm. 
template means that you set up your your arc your 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 uh, foundational elements, your funnel, in your email list, in your in your marketing automation. You set that up your sales funnel where you're going to send all your people, all your traffic, and then every day you you boil down what are my income producing activities. Not my research activities, not my social activities, not going on to social media and scrolling for an hour, but what are my income producing activities? And I'll tell you what income producing activities are. Papa Don said it two a year ago or two years ago, right on this show. He said, if you ain't writing, speaking, or doing video, then you might be learning. You might be getting ready to get ready. All those pieces are important. All those pieces are important. But when it comes to income producing activities, when it comes to taking action, the bare minimum of what being in the game means is, for example, creating marketing content. If you're marketing on TikTok, it's very easy. Then you repurpose to other Mm -hmm. platforms and you email your list if you're a broadcaster. Now, you might have a very long autoresponder series, in which case maybe you can lay off emailing. But I'll tell you what, for the first year or two of my business, I wrote every single day. And, I, and I'm and i thankful that I didn't have a lot of the artificial intelligence that we had now. And I'm not trying to sound like a grandpa here, people. So, <laughs> you know, I'm really not. But I'll tell you what, I, I wrote an email to my list every day. And you know what? It helped me get good at copy. It didn't matter where I was at or, or what was what was what was going on in my life, right? I wrote an email to my list every day. Okay. Kelly wants to hear more of your story. This is the second interview of her, my my dear. So she's already re- uh, said her story. So if we don't get to it, uh, <laughs> uh, you can go back and listen to it. Uh, this is a, a interview plus an educational experience. Really, really important things that are being said right now for those of you who are brand new, mm-hmm. and you think that I'm just talking to fill my ego. I'm not. I'm talking because these are really, really important things that you know. So we see question after qu- day after day. So many of the same questions, but we see somebody like yourself who, yes, you you self-admittedly procrastinated at the very yeah. beginning, but then got into that, those income-producing activities. Does, does what I just laid out as far as those basic kind of income-producing activities, recording a couple of pieces of marketing content and then writing an email, is that your kind of income-producing activities on a yeah. daily, or what have you found that are the most important number one at the top of the list for you to get done at the very least every day? Uh, Every day I'm either, I I told myself I'm have to record at least two videos a day. And even if it's, it doesn't have to be anything special. Some people, I know in the beginning we were like, oh no, but this doesn't look good or something. And sometimes the, the worst video that you can think of actually does well. So you don't know. So even on the daily basis, you're like doing something, you know, just, or if you are writing an email, you just record yourself writing the email or something. Mm. Uh, it's it's as simple as that. It right. doesn't be, a, a, you know, put in a show and a production. No, you don't have to do that. It's just you have to transmit the message. You have to send the message. And once you do that, so if you do that daily, 
because that's what I committed to myself. I'm like, no, I have to do it daily because if I don't do it daily, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't, the results don't come. And that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, the internet is always, you know, spinning up. And, and so if you don't actually uh, focus on, okay, I'm going to do two to three videos a day and then I'm gonna write an email and then, you know, that's the basic that I do. So the videos, the posting, so I do on Facebook, I do on TikTok, on Instagram. So you just, yeah, like you said, do it on TikTok and then you repurpose to the other platforms and and you see, and Facebook was the one that actually I couldn't imagine that it would take off and it did. So yeah. you never know, you know, you have to be on all platforms. So, because you don't know exactly how it's gonna work. And I thought TikTok, um, Instagram in the beginning, I'm like, okay, so I need to make this work, but actually facebook it worked fine for me so you know so i guess you just have to keep going and, and keep producing content and every single day even if it's an hour a day some people are like oh but i i work nine to five and i don't have time okay stop for 15 minutes record something you can edit later but just have it in, in stock you know have it everything on your phone and and then you figure that out but just make sure that you do it every single day and that's the only way you're gonna get results and I think that you just pointed out a lot of a couple of really great ways to kind of kill two birds with one stone, if you will. Um, you're setting your phone up in a way to where it records 15 seconds of you mm -hmm. writing an email, right? Yeah. And now all of a sudden, the tech. Let's say you're in the make money online niche. The text on that on that on that video is going to say writing taking 10 minutes to write my email list, which which is a a high leverage way for me to make passive income right yeah. and, and, and now all of a sudden you have a simple little text that explains what you're doing in an exciting and curious driven way yeah and you 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 can include a a, a light call to action for them to download your free um ebook or watch a free training or something that you're you're um that you're giving away via your link. It's yeah. a very simple thing. I can record myself playing with my kids. You know, thank God I don't have to go into the office today uh, because, um, or whatever, or thank God that I have a, um, you know, feeling grateful today that I have a way to, to earn passive income on the side so I can, uh, and, and it is, there is an element of passive income. We want to be careful with those words too much <laughs> because it's not, it's not totally passive, but um, there is a, an absolutely passive element of this because people are consuming your content, clicking your links, moving through your sales funnels, watching your videos, even when you're not presenting them. Um, it's, it's probably the most kind of high leverage, passive way to do anything in today's economy. Yeah. Um, I wanted to address a couple of questions, then move on to a couple of other things. Yeah. Somebody asked a question, do, do, you, do you make money from recruiting here? No, this is mm -hmm. not an MLM, friends. Um, we, sell, we sell education products, and some people choose to be affiliates of Legendary Marketer. Not all. About 5, per, five or 10% of the people that come through our 15-day online business builder challenge actually decide to become affiliates. It's not a, it seems like there might be a lot of affiliates here, but it, there, a lot of people are taking this education and some of them do nothing with it. I mean, actually, <laughs> probably a large majority of people do nothing with it, I, you know, to be, to be quite frank. Um, just like their gym membership and everything else. And I'm guilty of these things too. I'm not on my high horse over here. But this is just, as you said, the nature of it. 
It's yes. the nature of human beings. Um, but but anyways, your recruiting question, no, this is not an MLM. We're selling courses and education, and sometimes uh, our students want to become affiliates. They turn around, and they can sell our education, but there's no recruiting commissions or fees or anything like that. Um, somebody, a lot of people are asking because we put it in the description about your TikTok account get, getting shut down. Yeah. Uh, what, I mean, people want to know why people are still, and of course, new people are hearing this and wanting yeah. to know why. So do you have the answer? Did you, did you Honestly. get a hold of the TikTok CEO and figure out why they, they slap accounts? Oh, that's um, what, what happened to you? Did, did it, did it, did it, did it get you down? Did it kill your business? Are you still standing? T tell us about the experience and where you're at now. Okay, so honestly, uh, there was one video that took off, was like 500 views, I think. Um, and for that, I don't know what exactly happened because there was nothing special or wrong about that video. Uh, but then they start auditing all the other videos and find something that was wrong, supposedly. But there was nothing wrong, but I guess they find something, some reason. And I guess it was a, a time, was last year, and I, I spoke to a lot of people and they were like, oh, my account got shut down. My account got shut down. So I guess they were like cleaning up TikTok for some reason and, and within the niche. And I don't I don't have an answer, honestly. I don't know exactly yeah. why. Nobody does. But <laughs> I've heard. Some people. Yeah, like, it, it could be a comp. They're like, oh, what happened? Right. I mean just to give you all a little history a lot of times when you look back in history you can you can get a little bit of insight into what's going on right now this this is true with with a lot of um uh civilization currencies etc but it's also true with internet marketing and so back when i came online google was going through a massive learn uh growing burst similar to how TikTok has over the last couple of years google was you know newer back in 2009 2010 and so, um, so they had tons of affiliate marketers, tons of people come onto the platform, just like they're doing right now with TikTok and ChatGPT and all these new tools. People run to them, rush to them, start using it. M tens of millions of people, even billions of people. It's more people than we can even wrap our head around. The difference between a million and a billion. So if there's a billion people, which I think there's a billion people using TikTok each day, I think. It's insane. It's it's so hard to manage that. I mean, legendary marketer, it's hard to manage our company and 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 stay up with compliance things and so forth forth. Just to keep up with everything that's going on, let alone if we had millions or billions. So what happened in Google back in 2009 and 10 was they started like just creating robots, artificial intelligence, whatever to scan accounts. And just if you looked like you were like one thing they were looking for was kind of people who were doing affiliate marketing who were just copy and pasting the same thing as everybody else. Why did they go through and look for those to deactivate them? Because it cre it doesn't create an optimal user experience. They don't want a user to be seeing the same thing. So as affiliates, we have to be creative. We can't just be, this is why in the business blueprints, which I see there's a lot of chatter and should I get the blueprints? Should I not? Should I take click funnels? Should I not? It's like, folks, you, you all come here to learn from us. 
Mm-hmm. I make a very simple, uh, I make a, vi- here's a great example. I make a very simple recommendation to go get click funnels or at least consider it. Right. And, <coughs> and people spend more time trying to figure out a low to no cost solution than just getting into the education and starting making money. And the cost is not a cost. It's a cost of doing business. It's not a, it's just a, if you would just got started the way that we tell you to, mm-hmm. And even the blueprints, it's a $2,500 investment. You'll never find a better learning experience than this that's constantly updated. We give you free updates. We don't charge for them when we update an entire course. You get two coaching calls, not a week, not a month, a day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just got done with Decade in a Day, which was a five-hour workshop that you can come to once and then reattend in the future as many times as you want, where I'm teaching the most up-to-date, relevant marketing strategies using artificial intelligence and everything else right now. Be careful who you listen to in the comments, folks. I'm just going to say that one time. Be careful who you listen to in the comments. Because people who are like, well, you can get away with this and you can do that. Remember who you came here to learn from. And I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not being condescending. I'm just telling you we have to guard this and guard these. If you want to make the transition from employee to entrepreneur, you got to get away from the water cooler talk. In 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 try I'm just it's just a it's just a mental shift, right? Go through the challenge. Meet with your advisor. Um watch the videos. Decide for yourself. Like see how it feels. See if it resonates. Listen to nearly 600 hour-long interviews with real people on this channel where I'm not asking bullshit questions. I mean, I don't even meet, I don't even meet with people before or after we go live, do I? No. (laughs) (laughs) We are here. (laughs) I'm like, you're ready to rock. I just gotta come on and I'm just like, you're ready to rock. (laughs) So talk to us about Facebook and how has that been a kind of how has how did while TikTok you had problems, you got right on Facebook and yeah. and things completely started taking off? Talk to us about that. That was a surprise because honestly, I wasn't on I had Facebook, but you know, I didn't I didn't think of much of it. I'm like, okay, everybody's talking about TikTok and Instagram, let's go for it. And then suddenly I'm like, you know what, TikTok is giving me warnings. Let me let me branch out and and start really focusing on, on the other platforms. And that's what I did. And t- and Facebook, I start posting. I'm like, okay, so it's getting a few hundred views, a few thousand views. And I'm like, okay, so this is actually gaining attention. And and that's, it caught my eye. And I'm like, not everybody was talking about it. It was last, uh, around September, October last year. And that's when I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm going to focus on that. And that's when I had like the what I, what I spoke about that I shift, you know, to moms and all, and, and it really paid off, I guess, because now I think I have 60,000 and, but it grew very fast comparing to the other platforms. So, and now TikTok apparently is growing back again. So, you know, you don't know. You don't know. You can't predict the future. No. That, and you know what? Just with the cards you have in hand and you learn you learn to kind of love that that spon spontaneity of things. I mean, it's not that you we don't want security. We we all want security, both mm-hmm. men and women. I mean, and and it's not a 
you know, we all want security. We all want to know that we're going to be okay. But what we learn through doing this is that we are going to be okay because we have the skills. Yeah. And it's not, you no longer are relying on, you know, somebody else to make you whole or make you okay. Oh my God. If, if my boss, you know, that anxiety of going into work every day, wondering if you're going to lose your job or every year, there's a lot of, you know, a job is not as secure as we think it is, but skills, if you took everything and let me ask you, cause I feel like maybe I'd give you, just, I'll ask you the question. Do you feel if somebody took everything away from you, you have the skills to build your life back without going and getting a nine to five? Oh yeah. Now, now I can say, I mean, it took me alert. You know, I think everybody has the learning curve, but now, like I said, TikTok, shut me down. Fine. Let's go to another platform and let's build another platform because I think knowledge that like the knowledge that you get from the training itself, you can do anything with it. So, so once you have that, nobody's going to take it away from you. That's, that's the key. Hey, I want to just a quick question. And look, and Ann says, I jumped so high. I've learned a lot from the 15 day challenge. I end up buying the blueprint, not using it. Very overwhelming. Now I'm back to the challenge because I don't know where to start, but I'm not giving up. And sweet love, it's not overwhelming. You do know where to start. Go log into the back office under the business blueprints. There's a page that says start here. It's a little link. Just click it. It'll take you through six simple steps to get started. And you reach out or you come to that support 101 coaching call and you ask those questions. Don't don't sit on the sidelines None of you, if you've got the blueprints, it's a very simple process. You log into your back office and you click on products, blueprints, and there is a start here Mm -hmm. link and a register for live training link. At the very least, do that. And I guarantee you things will be crystal clear for you. Crystal clear. Um, another question that I wanted to 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 uh, to address was somebody said, uh, Christina, what about an SEO marketing family member who went to college and says this is a scam, <laughs> but my feelings tell me it's a good choice. All right. Well, first of all, let's not attack this person, but went to college and thinks this is a scam. Um, I mean, there's interview after interview after interview of people on this show of, of people who went to college and unfortunately are stuck with tens of thousands of dollars in student loans and who are not even using their college degrees. As a matter of fact, I'm talking to one right now, for God's sake. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, You know, here's, I think, our big problem. And and, and, and Cynthia, I wonder if you could that you could speak to this. When I first got started, I was, of course, more insecure and unsure about my decision and my future. And so I did ask people's opinion. And I learned now looking back that even though I didn't know any better and I really felt like I needed people's opinions, it, it was almost like I was, I was, um, you know, I was asked, I was asking for that. I was asking for that, you know, because I've never, even in 10 or 12 years, asked somebody's opinion of something who really doesn't understand what I'm talking about and got a really knowledgeable, super 
positive response. They, you know, most people, they don't understand and it takes context. It takes explaining, you know, and then that's exhausting. I don't want to explain. And now I feel like I'm asking somebody for permission. So asking people's opinions about thing, Mm -hmm. things can be a sticky situation. How do you deal with that? Or how do you deal with it now? Maybe differently than when you got started? What have you learned about people's opinions and navigating family and friends? Honestly, since I started this, I think I put it in in my head. I'm like, I'm going to make this work no matter what, even if it takes six months, even if it takes a year. I, I committed to myself. So that's the first. So even though, I, like, you know, people are asking you about it. And I'm like, OK, you know what? I explained here and there wherever it was interested because was seeing me, you know, on camera. And first of all, before I was, I didn't post anything. If you see like my personal accounts, there's absolutely nothing. So when I start to actually, you know, put myself out there, people are like, okay, so what is going on? Um, But I actually, myself, I didn't really ask for opinion um, in general. I didn't. And I think that was a good thing because people don't understand what you're doing in the beginning. No, you know, they you don't even understand what you're doing for God's sakes at all. So even now and now, you know, that people are saying, OK, so this looks like it's working. So what do you do? And then people get interested in it. I have a lot of friends. They're like, OK, so just seeing me posting stuff. And now they come to me. OK, so you know what? Tell me about it. Uh, I want to hear about it because I, I see that you are doing this and this and that. And, you know, I want that for myself. So I guess if you got caught up in, in listening to people in the beginning, you might get frustrated and you might not go anywhere. That's, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, that I cannot complain because I know, you know, my family was supportive. So, so sure. I can that, but, but I've seen a lot of people are like, Oh my God, I don't think this is going to work. And you know, in their mind and you know, I think you just have to focus on whatever you're doing and, and get a training and really dive into it. And going back to whatever they said about the training that they're lost or something, it's a lot of information, but if you you have to follow these steps, because I did it myself. I was like going back and forth and with the challenge, and I'm like, no, you have to stop, stop and go. Follow these steps, you will be fine. Yeah. But it's, it's a lot of information, of course. You can feel overwhelming for that, but it's very well structured. So I mean, it is. You got to get in there and just spend yeah. a little bit of time and go through it, and yes. and you'll be amazed. You know, just like a Netflix series, it yeah. starts off. And it's confusing. You, 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 you know, if you ended after the maybe the halfway through the first episode, you'd, yeah. you, you know, you'd be, you wouldn't know where to start. Confused, <laughs> all the same things. But you know, we pressure on through our series. You know, so you got to kind of pressure on the same, and and be grateful that we don't have to grow to a a, a classroom. That you're not having somebody. Uh, you know, we try to make the education fun. We try to make it experiential. You can jump on coaching calls and yeah. conversate with people as you're going through the education. There's a big community aspect. So mm-hmm. just kind of commit to this instead of trying to explain it to everybody else at first, especially you don't even understand it. So, yeah. you know, and, and there's so many different sayings that are relevant, like, you know, don't explain a big dream to a small mind. I mean, the truth is if you have entrepreneurial aspirations and you're asking of friends or family who have been employees their whole life and are, of course you're going to, I mean, that challenges their whole dynamic. If you're saying, Oh, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. I'm not going to report to a boss. I'm not going to punch a time clock. I'm not going to check boxes anymore. 
it's it's a little bit threatening. That little that 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 makes somebody who's still kind of doing that feel of course they're gonna we call it crabs in a bucket. You know, a crab, you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket. You go to the beach, do <laughs> this, or you can look it up on the internet, fact check yeah. A crab will pull another crab back down because they don't want them to get out. Crabs in a bucket. <coughs> That's there was another question or a comment. Somebody said, "Hey, I, I, I you know, I, I'm, I'm going through even the blueprints. When I'm ready to post my first piece of marketing content, I think that was a video. I can't do it. What's wrong with me?" She said. Aww. What was it like for you the very first time to press post? Oh, <clears throat> when I look back now, it was a horrible video in my opinion. So <laughs> because you get used to it. But in the beginning, it was like, oh, my God, I, I'm the person who was not posting anything about my life. I'm, I'm, I'm a private person, so I'm not the one that is going to be posting a lot of things. Well, you know, HR, you got to be private. So I guess I took that to my, to my life. Um, so I'm like, OK, you know, I just just do it. Just don't think, overthink much. Just go. There's more no science to it, right? It's kind no of just like. Just go. Close your eyes and go. <clears throat> and that's what I did. And right. as you do it, you get used to it. It's just a matter of, you know, every day, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And if you record like a video a day, it's, you know, it feels weird in the beginning. Not going to lie, at least for myself, because I'm, I'm not like an extrovert person or that, you know, yeah. um, but you get used to it. That's that's the bottom line. That's the more you do, the more you get used to it and the better it gets, I guess. Did you find it at all uncomfortable to film around people, <laughs> friends, fam? Like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Did you, did you have to go to a private room? I mean, I remember at the beginning. Oh, I in went, the sure. Huh? In my, in my bedroom or in the kitchen where there's no one or I don't know when yeah. I'm alone or something. Yeah. Even until today, I'm not really that comfortable, you know, filming in front of people. But yeah. um, we'll make it through it. <laughs> right. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not like the worst feeling in the world, right? I mean, it's not. It's just a little <laughs> bit of uncomfortability. You know what I mean? It's just a little bit of awkwardness. Um, but uh, the truth is, is that the more like the the it's not a thing that is shameful. It's the future. So you may <laughs> feel uncomfortable with it, but it's not an uncomfortable because you're doing something wrong. It's an uncomfortability because you're you're, it's almost like public speaking. You know what I mean? It's you're public getting out speaking. of your comfort zone, and that's how it goes. I guess it gets practice. You gotta practice. Right. Too, you know. Right. It's like it's like it's like um, it's like really it's like really really anything. Um, I can remember when I first got started, I would go to I was working construction still, and I would go to like there was this job I can remember that we were doing on the water, right? We were, it was like a condo and we were like remodeling the bathroom or, or putting down new tile or something. Um, and, and, uh, it was a weekend and I was working on my business. You know what I mean? I was, I was posting, I was, yeah. <laughs> I, I was posting videos, recording videos. This was, this was 10 years ago. And like, I went, I called my dad up and I was like, Hey, can I go, can I go over to that job? because it was like on the water and there was like a, a like a porch like that yeah. like overlooked the water and stuff it was a really nice background <laughs> so so i went over there and like just spent the afternoon <coughs> recording videos but the main reason why i went over there was so i could go and just be alone you know what i mean yeah. like i could go and just be alone mm -hmm. 
because I felt, I felt like, oh man, I, you know, like a little bit self now, now, now I'm not, you know, <laughs> and, and very quickly, of course, I, I got to, to be where I didn't care about recording in front of people, uh, strangers or friends or family, yeah. but it's absolutely, but it's absolutely when you start, it's awkward as hell. And you, and, and I'm telling you friends, I'm telling you being able to do this, being able to do this, okay, or set your phone up and record yourself, <laughs> jump on Zoom, be on video, operate digitally through a screen. If you can't do that, if, you, if the only way that you can work, make money is by physically being in a location, come on. It's you, 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 I'm just trying to make it in it, as simple as terms as possible. You're trading. There's no way you're trading time for money. There's no way that you're not because you got to physically be there. Right. So we have to learn 2023 and beyond. I'm not just talking about 2023. I'm talking about beyond. Mm -hmm. How do you d get the skills that you need to support yourself today and in the future? Those of you who have kids, you don't think that they're going to operate the majority of their life on screens and through camera and through video conferencing and metaversing and whatever the hell else is coming out in the future. No, I mean, the bottom line is, is I don't like technology and be in front of the camera more than anybody else. I mean, for God's sakes, I've, I don't even set up, you know, studios. I just, I got crap laying around. I'm on a, I'm on a webcam, this microphone, I don't know how to operate it. it you know, Jalen came over and hooked it up and it, it's working right now, but it could be messed up at any moment if I go over there and start touching anything. And it's not even really that complicated. I don't do this because I'm a tech nerd and I just want to play around with tech. I've been doing it from the very beginning because there's nothing else. I have to learn these skills if I want to look into the future and be relevant and even today, look, even our fifth graders, you ask them what they want to do for a living. They already know. They call it a YouTuber, but it's there's more than that. We obviously know there's more to it than that. But they're starting to look in and say, look, creating content, being on the Internet, using systems and leverage and video and going live. Look at this, a morning meeting where I'm you know, having a cup of coffee, sitting at my desk, we're streaming for a few hundred people and a few thousand will listen to the recording. And it's just, where else can you do this? Think about even mainstream media. The guy or gal's got to drive to the studio and sit there in their suit and tie. The game has changed, you know? So if anything, give yourself the gift of these skills of learning how to press post and also give your family, give your children, give your grandchildren the gift of not making it awkward for, for you to use technology. Don't make it so awkward and so uncomfortable because they're going to have to use it, whether we like it or not. So we're either setting ourselves and our family up. It's kind of like this right now is how you create generational wealth. If anybody wants to understand how you create generational wealth, you, you do it by, in the moment, taking advantage of a trend and building a business or developing skills within the family that can be passed on from generation to generation. That's one of the ways to build 
generational wealth. And so by not making it uncomfortable, by, by, by giving, by showing your kids or showing your family how to use these tools, how to use technology to be able to make a living, not just make a living, but get, get rich, mm -hmm. right? Because you can use leverage here, make good money. You either pass them on something that you create or you pass them on the skills and they go and create things on their own, usually starting at a very young age. How do you, what's coming up for you right now as a mom, as I talk about this? Yeah, I have a seven-year-old daughter. Well, she's going to be eight soon. Uh, but I see her and she sees me like recording videos and stuff. So just like you said, okay, our kids are going to be in this, you know, in this world. And no matter what, if we want it or not, that's going to happen. And I see her and she wants to record videos and she wants them like, babe, you're only seven. But I guess just, you know, they're born like this today, I guess. It's it's just the generation. It's it, There is nothing to do to avoid it. I, I mean, of course, you you know, you can cut the times and stuff, but it's it's just who they are. And she's and she actually taught me a lot because she's very like, it's funny because she's seven. Well, you have kids, so you know how they teach us, right? Yeah. Uh, so it's funny because she's super outgoing and she likes the camera. And I was not never like that. So, but I got I got used to it. But you know, just from seeing her, I'm like, you know what? She's seven, and she's you know showing me, you know, kind of the way. And I'm like, you know what? Let's let's just go for it. So, so I I just you know, it's just like you said, it's the it's the future. It's not, if you don't want to trade your time for money, if you don't want to be in an office locked up in a box, basically, you got to think outside of the box. You got to do something different. There's nothing else to do. There's nothing much. Spoken beautifully from somebody who fought their way right out of that box, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Congratulations, Cynthia. It's been lovely wonderful to to catch up with you a second time congratulations and um i i really hope uh to to, to get to talk to you again here in the near yeah. future if you'd be willing to come back any final words of wisdom uh no i think just just taking my experience uh for an instance uh just really figure it out who you are in the um, in the online space and who you are as a person just show yourself just be yourself don't try to look at other people and see the success and just try to be like other people because it's going to work for you. Not necessarily just be yourself. And, and I guess that's the, that's the message that I got for myself. And that's what I think it works best for because once you are yourself, you're going to connect to people that are there, like that are going to connect with you. And that's the, um, that's the key to, to actually see see some some better results you know i think that's the that's the way to go from my experience at least cool cool awesome well i can hear the kiddos there i'll let you go uh and um yeah i mean no school today so right, president's day right yeah of course uh all right well we'll talk to you later cynthia okay, okay. have a great day stay legendary my friend thank you bye, bye. All right. Wow. Uh, go and follow Insights by CC, and that's C-I-C-I, -C -I, Insights by CC on Instagram and TikTok, Insights by CC. You can go and uh, follow uh, Cynthia's journey and really just continue to, to, to watch her do her thing all the way from the, the, the HR 
degree in office to online freelance digital marketing rock star and somebody who is uh, who is a great example of what's possible, even overcoming ups and downs and struggles and as I call them challenges, right? Not problems, but opportunities to be able to learn something and uh, and keep going. And one special thing to point out was with Cynthia, each one of her, for example, losing a TikTok channel, which is going to happen. We're all going to, we don't own these things. We don't own a, a YouTube channel. You know, we weren't born with that entitled right to, you know, we, you were born with the entitled right to pay taxes, not to have a TikTok account. Um, but uh, every single time, because she stayed in the game and didn't let that ruin her, she had something better happen. You know what I mean? And I think that's like, that's, that's a great lesson. That's a great reminder. And that's also my experience. Every single time something happened that I thought was a, was a killer, was a game crusher, it ended up being something that on the other side of that challenge was, was something that was much better. And so keep that in mind, whatever your specific challenge is today, it may feel like it's big, like it's going to stop you, like it's, oh my gosh, how will I go on? And I promise you that on the other side of that frustration, regardless of how big or small, even if it's just getting through the 15 days, doesn't matter. I'm not here to, to score our challenges. It's just on the other side of that will be a learning lesson in, in, in more, in more and different and better opportunity. So stay in the game. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Peace.